while they were living in Vrindavan, at a certain point, Guru Das Prabhu was to take sannyas. I think this was around 1975. Srila Prabhupada gave him sannyas for the mission. Interestingly, Srila Prabhupada told her that women in our tradition do not take sannyas, but in spirit you should take the same vow of sannyas. To remain celibate, to have no intimate relationship with a man, and to totally immerse yourself in Krishna consciousness for the rest of your life. The same vows as a sannyasi she took informally within her heart. She never, even in the slightest way, deviated from that vow her whole life. She was, at the time, a young woman. This was the extent of her devotion and love for Srila Prabhupada, for Krishna. Such renunciation. There were quite a few sannyasis who took sannyas at that age who couldn't sustain such renunciation. But she did it with the highest degree of integrity. It was around that time, 1975, that she started a little ashram with Dina Tarani Devi. And some people were complaining about them. You know, they're kind of living a little away from the temple and they have an ashram. But Srila Prabhupada, he was very happy. He said, it's very good that they're together. Should, they should remain together for the rest of their lives. Now, do you know how difficult it is to live with somebody else for the rest of your life? Two God sisters? With Prabhupada and Krishna in the center, they were dearest friends and sisters. I remember some years later, Dina Tarani Devi and Yamuna Devi were living at Nubrindavan. In those days I was traveling and I would just come back maybe one or two days a month. And whenever I did, I would always go to a little trailer where they were living in, kind of on a hill, a little away from the rest of the community. And there I saw there was mud all around. Sometimes it was cold. It was a very austere situation. And they were living in a very, very decrepit little place. But there, in the middle of it, when you walk in the house, was their altar, Sri Shiradha Ban Bihari. These deities were shining, meticulously beautiful ornamentation, beautiful decoration. It was the spiritual world. And she told me then that Srila Prabhupada personally gave her those deities of Radha Ban Bihari 
to be her Ishtadev, her life and soul. Yamuna Devi, Dinatarani Devi, their whole life, their soul, their everything was focused around beautiful seva for Radhaban Bihari on behalf of Srila Prabhupada. Incredible. Yes, how devotees could remain together as the deepest friends throughout their lives if only we put the instruction of the spiritual master and the pleasure of Radha Krishna as our life and soul. And what really interested me, not only interested me, but deeply impacted my heart, was in more recent years. Because Yamuna Devi is such a legendary, historical, um, gigantic person in our history. Her accomplishments, her devotion, her relation to Prabhupada. But she would so often to myself and I would see to others, she would very much make sure that whatever she did, that Dina Tarani Devi did it with her. And she really took joy when people gave Dina Tarani Devi credit. Because they had such pure spiritual love for each other. Jamuna Devi wrote me many letters and she always signed Dina Tarani's name with it. She didn't want to take any credit for anything herself. They were a team and whatever credit one had, they shared. And she was very much in that mood always. What a beautiful lesson that is for the world. If God brothers and God sisters could be so selfless and unconditional with Prabhupada and Krishna in the center, like they exemplified, this movement would be the all-attractive manifestation of Goloka Vrindavan. That's what their homes were, wherever they were, and that's what everyone felt when they came in contact with them. Yamuna Devi, in Prabhupada's service, wrote the most incredible cookbook in the history of Brahma's creation. <laughs> I think it was, what, 800 pages? And it's for the secular audience, and she's specifically glorifying Srila Prabhupada constantly. Who is Prabhupada? the nature of the guru-disciple relationship and how Prabhupada you know, taught her all these things. And it took her a long time. Yamuna Devi was a perfectionist in everything she did meticulously. She tried and tested every recipe and, and had people try every single recipe of that book. Was, was learned, was experimented, was tested, was proven many, many times before it could go into those pages. And everything was connected to Prabhupada and Krishna. She named it Lord Krishna's Cuisine. 
doesn't get any more direct than that. She sent it, publisher after publisher after publisher. Everyone rejected it. They didn't want it. Too long, too big. You have to take this out and take this out and this out. Then we will consider it. And people were advising Yamuna Devi, you have to revise it. She said, no, as it is. <laughs> that was the spirit, as it is. It was being rejected by every publisher it was being sent to. No, compromise or forget it. And finally, one publisher, a branch of Penguin, Dutton, they printed it. And that year, some of the most famous, great authors of cookbooks wrote cookbooks. And Lord Krishna's cuisine won the most prestigious award, the International Cookbook of the Year. And it's simply an offering of her love for Prabhupada. What Srila Prabhupada gave her, according to his instruction, she was sharing with the whole world. And she was becoming very, very famous. But she didn't want fame. Only she wanted devotional service. Listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.